You're listening to episode seven of the Healthy Dudes podcast. Welcome to our podcast. That's Anthony. I'm Tyler. And we're just a couple of dudes talking about healthy men's stuff and accountability. And this is our intro. Yeah. Join us on our journey, the lessons that we learned along the way. And maybe this will inspire you, get you moving in the right direction. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, last week we had Jesse. Yeah. We were super excited to talk about finances. So and, good. Uh, I love talking about finances. It's such an important um, like part of a a man's life. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people are very passive about it. A lot of people mm. are very um, obsessive about it. Mm. So there's like two types of ways you could be unhealthy about it. But right. uh, what is a healthy dude? Uh, what is a healthy dude? look like when they're dealing with finances. So yeah, listen to the last episode. It was a good one. We so really good. appreciate having uh, Jesse on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about last week, your goals? Yeah. Last week, I'm trying to remember what my goal was. That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't it? Ice it was, baths? it was, no, it was ice baths. It was the week before. Uh, last week I was trying to get over to the park to eat my lunches. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Huge negative on that. Also uh, with cold plunges the week before that. So I'm on a bit of a down streak <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. How to be unhealthy. Welcome yeah. to the healthy dudes. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying we're just doing our best. Just here. a couple ordinary guys trying to be healthy. Yeah. I did I did talk to one coworker. He found the podcast online. Um, we'll call him Dave. Dave. That may or may not be his real name. But you know, he he encouraged me. He said Hey, don't be too hard on yourself because mm. I was really beating myself up about not going to the gym. And he says, you know, you're really healthy in a lot of other areas. Mm. And I did appreciate that. I That's do, good. I do still think that I got to improve in some areas, mm. but, uh, I really did appreciate his comment and thanks for listening. Yeah. He gave me a lot of encouragement and, but we're trying to improve 1% every day. Talking about going to the gym, I also didn't go to the gym, but I did exercise mm. once. Right. Pickleball? <laughs> Pickleball. Yeah. I was there for that. Yeah. Witness. I, I I beat you. Yeah, you did. Some, that was a great game though. Yeah. A lady named Pam. Yeah. Some, yeah, I don't know how old she was, but she was great. Yeah. And, uh. Shout out to Pam. Yeah. Or whatever her that name was. That was a fun game. And yeah. I, I it was broke good. a sweat. You don't break a lot of, mm-hmm. you, you don't break a lot of sweats when yeah. you, uh, when you play pickleball. Not in doubles. Not in doubles, but this time we did. Nice work. Yeah. And, uh, but I stayed under 2000 calories with the exception of maybe one day nice, or two days. That's good. And it was good. I weighed myself. I d- I'm doing a weekly weigh-in and I'm down oh, yeah. seven pounds. No way. Yeah. Wow. I am. I mean, I was a little bit, um, bloated when I weighed myself three weeks ago, mm. but I'm down seven pounds in three weeks. And, uh, dude, that's amazing. I'm not trying to be like crazy strict. I'm trying mm. to. Again, like I read this, the book, um, an emotional eating, mm. uh, like detox yeah. and they just talk about like mindful eating mm. and how you're supposed to listen to your body. And I mm. really feel like, again, I've like figured it out, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just like super excited about this and, That's good, man. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, dropping weight steadily and I'm still eating what I want. I'm just like eating less of it. Like yeah, today that's good we had, portions. Hey, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Are my, you still tracking calories? Sounds like it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just trying to keep my thumb on it. Yesterday we had like this chow mang mm. and, uh, I tracked my calories after I ate it and it was uh, like a thousand calories. Mm. Oh, that, that was brutal. That hurts. Have you heard of crumble cookies? We haven't talked about it on this podcast. Yes. Okay. So we, we oh. had crumble cookies together, didn't we? 
Am I thinking the right place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. We did. Yeah. So, but before that, um, I was tracking my calories and uh, this second location in Canada, mm. the second crumble location mm-hmm. came to Airdrie so where good. we live. Yeah. Um, like right by where we live. Yeah. And so I went there, the lineup's been so long, but there was finally uh, a stop a break. Line, and I went in and I got some for my mom. She was taking care of my kids mm. and uh, my kid. Mm. And I had a cookie I one and a half cookies and then I tracked it after, but, mm. um, you know how many calories are in there? I, I don't want to know actually, but a lot, no, but it was 1100 calories <laughs> in one and a half cookies. <laughs> wow. So that's crazy. That like a whole chow. What was it you read yesterday? Chow bane? Chow ming. I had yeah. quite a big portion of it. <laughs> All that in one cookie. Yeah. Wow. It was, I don't know how you can even get that many calories into this one the cookie. sugar. Wow. They pack, it sugar? They I think pack it in. Someone said it's lard. They put Ooh, lard in. Oh, yeah, the fat or whatever. It tasted yeah. good. What, wow. Like whatever they put in there. Crumble Crazy. Cookies. They uh, they know what's going Shout on. Shout out to Crumble Cookies. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I was doing pretty good on my goals. Um, yeah. And, yeah, uh, stayed pretty clean. Nice. Uh, there was one day where I was on TikTok and I was, like, pretty, uh, mm. I was pretty weak mm. and, uh and but but other than that, it's been really good. It's been a good month. It's been a good like uh, six weeks since we started. So, yeah, good for you, man. Yeah, we're we're all about progress over perfection, as Tyler yep. likes to say. That's right. So yeah, we just keep on keep on uh, getting one percent better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I had a, I had a good week too. Um, my work though, it took me away for one night, so that was a struggle. But it was a quick night, so I was able to just go to sleep and then woke up, came home. So that was good, good to go again. So amazing. Yeah, it was good. Awesome. I had uh, someone from who listens to this podcast reach out to me. His mm. name is uh, John. I spoke with him on the phone last night and he was just talking about, uh, he has an organization called Seeds of Hope Children's Ministry. Wow. And so he talked about uh, uh, this orphanage and, and I, I'm going to paraphrase everything. So if I get it wrong, John, sorry. Mm. And we would love to have you on our show one day. Can't wait. He's, he's, he, he has an incredible, incredible story. Wow. Uh, so I guess, a uh, orphanage reached out to him saying that they need some money. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause they were dealing with HIV in the nineties. Is that oh, okay. what was going around? Then? Yeah. Yeah. And he said that a lot of babies were just dying because like no one would touch them and no one would like oh, they died from neglect. And oh no that broke my heart because I have a kid and mm. I couldn't imagine her just <laughs> not being held, not being touched, yeah. not being loved. No kidding. And there's kids out there that are not being touched, not being loved and, mm-hmm. and they're dying. And, wow. and, uh, he now has an organization in Zambia mm-hmm. where he like bought some land and he's, uh, uh, like he's growing the community there mm. in Zambia. Wow. And it's, it's really, it's really cool what he's doing. He's kind of taking a holistic approach where he's uh, teaching these people that you don't need to have a poverty mindset. Oh, that's good. And he's he's kind of building the nation wow. through this organization. Wow. And I just, I loved his story. Mm. And uh, yeah, I love what he's doing there. Seeds of hope. That's amazing. Seeds of hope, yeah. Love that. So that actually kind of inspired this episode mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah. So we want to talk about mindset. Yeah. And uh, yeah. First thing I do when we uh, pick a topic, I got to go look up the definition. I, maybe that's just the way I'm wired, but yeah. let's define it. The definition of mindset according to Google, which is always accurate. Totally. Uh, it's the established set of attitudes held by someone. 
So then I had to Google what attitudes meant. An attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. Hmm. Yeah. So that was helpful for me just to try to get a grasp on what we're dealing with. So, hmm. okay. And uh, I found there was four types of attitudes. I'm going to do a little more research on this one. Yeah. Um, you can have a positive attitude. I think everyone's heard of that. Obviously, a negative attitude. Everyone's yeah. heard of that. And then the other one that's kind of interesting is explicit and implicit. So you can have like a positive attitude about something that's very explicit, which means like it's uh, presenting well. So like people can see that you have a positive attitude. But then you might have like, say, a negative attitude about something that's implicit. So, you know, I, I would say, uh, you know, when I was thinking about that, it would be someone who's like overly critical about themselves inwardly. So, you know, outwardly, someone wouldn't say this person, you know, is like a negative self-talker or anything like that. They never hear this person complaining. Right. But then when they get alone, they kind of get in their head and that negative self-talk is you know, buried inside there somewhere. So really? that, I thought that was kind of interesting. So where do you put yourself? Um, yeah, I think if someone like a stranger or like any of my friends were to, um, describe me, they would probably put me on that positive oh, mindset. Yeah. I would. And, uh, yeah, and, and we'll get to it too, but I think that's just my personality, which is the achiever, the number three on the Enneagram, if you're into the Enneagram stuff. Uh, but for, for my personality type, that kind of outward presentation is quite important to me. Hmm. I'm basically driven by success. So I, I want to always appear as though I'm like winning and achieving things and I'm successful. So someone looking at me would be like, oh yeah, this guy has a positive mindset. But then like, um, I think I do have some negative self-talk that is happening inside my head and, even some of it, like, you know, explicit, they actually said is kind of more conscious, things that you're aware of. Mm. And then implicit is things that you're kind of like unconscious about. So like, I've been doing some self-reflecting. We'll talk about this at some point. But um, some of the things I think when I get, uh, uh, I, I, I get motivated out of like a negative place without even really realizing it. So simple example, Anthony and his wife there, we were talking about like who's cleaner in the relationship, right? You remember this conversation? Oh, yeah. And uh, I was saying, yeah, I'm the I'm the cleaner one in the in in my relationship between between Bree and I. She would probably debate that. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing about it is, I said the only reason I think I'm a cleaner person is because I have this like deep seated insecurity about like when people come over, I need the house to like look good or like look right. presentable. You know, if my parents are coming down, it's like I gotta look like I have it kind of all together. <laughs> so like I'm a cleaner person, but that's only really because I'm a more insecure person. Versus Bree's like, well, these people are still gonna love us mm. no matter what. They're not gonna yeah. judge us if our house isn't perfect. They know that we have kids. Whether it's my parents or like we're having friends over, whatever it is, right? Um so, you know, Bree is more okay with the place not being perfectly yeah. tidy because she's secure in who she is and the relationships that we have. So, right. Yeah. Wow. How about you? What do you got on mindsets? Um, I feel like I'm kind of, well, I, I have a little bit to say on mindsets, but mm -hmm. to talk on your point, I feel like I'm a little bit the, the opposite where I can outwardly express like how I'm feeling, I guess mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it's, it's not so much internal. Mm. Um, I, I remember like, I would always like, I, I just, I would always like look in the mirror and I, I actually wrote this down. I would always call myself like fat, stupid and ugly. Like, mm. And I know that's kind of wow. like a sad thing to say, but it's like, 
I be, like I believed it. Like I was wow. always like overweight in, mm. in my life and mm. um and I never did well in school. Like I, I mm. went to electrical school. I'm a trading electrician and mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. I, I would study like really hard mm-hmm. and I would barely get uh <laughs> I would barely pass. So passing wow. was 70 percent. Yeah. And yeah. every so first year I got 69% and then they bumped me because I had wow. good attendance. And okay. uh, second year I got 69% and they bumped me because I had a good attendance. Nice. Third year I got 68% Uh-oh. and they bumped me. Wow. And um, and fourth year I, I actually like really, really tried and I got like 74%. Nice. There so, you go. <laughs> so I, I, I That I really, sounds like a 70% average to me if you I, ran those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I was pretty young going through it. I didn't really know what was going on, mm. um, but... Yeah, whatever. I was, so Hmm. I never really did well in school. Hmm. Hmm. So I always thought myself as like stupid. And my brother was like so smart. He was, he's an engineer. He's a pilot. He's Hmm. always done better than me. And Hmm. I always, I always played on his soccer team, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it was, uh, my dad didn't like to, (laughs) to like drive to two places. So I would always go move up to play on his team. Okay. Yeah. And I, like, I was just the bench warmer on the Mm. team. And my brother was like the superstar. Ah. Um, sometimes I would do okay in some seasons and then yep, we'd move yep. up and then I'd do bad again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember one time we were playing in, in the city finals and um, I remember we drove like three and a half hours to make the city finals. And I remember my dad, he was a coach. He like looked back at me. We were like winning 2-1. It was like right near the end of the game. Just, yeah. just in time to put your subs in. And he looks at me and he's like, sorry, you're not going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. That's uh, all good. I still took my gold medal. and Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> it's, Amazing. It's somewhere out there. And uh, yeah, so. Oh, that, man, that's tough memory, man. It is, my yeah. My heart breaks for you. <laughs> it's kind of a funny memory. And like, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's better or worse that it was your dad. Probably worse. Uh, actually, it's probably it's pretty better. cool. He was coaching you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was a, hey. he was a great coach, and and I did you know I did score. I did have a f- fun, and oh, you know on. what? To be honest with you, I was like, I don't even want to go because I'm gonna mess up, and then oh this yeah, whole, like championships gonna be on. Yeah, me. No, it's all yeah. good. Like just just that's so funny. Stay out there, tired players. It's all good. I'll just that's cheer amazing. You on the bench. Um, so I did some googling as well, and what'd you and get? There's a difference between. Uh, there's a growth mindset and mm. a fixed mindset. Mm. And I wanted to ask some questions yep. to our audience, yeah. which is growing by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not to like boast. Mm. That's a little boastful, isn't it? I suppose it would be. Okay. It's well, factually accurate though. We'll edit that out. Yeah. I, but I said it in such a <laughs> boastful way. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so here's a litmus test for you. Mm. So do you have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset? So here are some statements that a fixed mindset might say. I want to avoid mistakes. Mm. I wanted to stay on the bench so that I wouldn't mm. make any mistakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Mm. I can't go onto the field <laughs> and score a goal. I see where this is going. Um, my family has never graduated from school, so neither will I. Mm. I think that's a, a, a big struggle for a lot of people. Mm. I will always be addicted to porn. Mm. I've said that to myself a lot. Ma. I will always be fat. Mm. I'm stupid and I'm ugly and I'll never get a girlfriend. Mm. You might, you might be thinking that if you're listening to this, Mm. but a growth mindset is I can learn from my mistakes. I can't do this yet. That's good. I'm not my family. I can overcome anything. Mm. And when someone criticizes you, Mm. you say, Oh, thank you for your feedback. And sometimes when people like give me, uh, 
criticism, mm-hmm. I, I, I find, like, I try to personally attack them. It's mm. like this really messed up thing that I do. I mm. try to find the flaw in them. Right. And then sometimes I'll even like go to other people and try to get them on my side. It's a really, oh, wow. it's a really bad thing that I do, mm. um, that I'm working through. Mm. But, uh, and the fifth one that I wrote down is I'm inspired by others. Mm. So there's a lot of people in, in my life that are doing better than me in some areas. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, f- I find it almost like a threat. Ah, yeah. And, Totally. I, I should be inspired by them and mm. I should be excited for them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I should strive for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about our mindsets mm-hmm. and okay. Yeah. Let's talk about mindsets and what mindsets have shaped, how our mindset have shaped our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a story? Yeah. I was just going to say like growing up, like a positive attitude was like always encouraged, you know, mm. it was just a big, big part of like growing up, um, in my house. And, uh, you know, my parents obviously were the main drivers behind that. Just simple things. Like we weren't allowed, you, you just mentioned, uh, maybe this, um, like you would call yourself stupid or whatever. Yeah. We weren't even allowed to use the word stupid. Like really? that was like, yeah, we had to use, say silly. If there was ever like a time when you wanted to say like, this is stupid, you'd oh, say this good. is silly. Yeah. So it was like, so that's kind of like the extremes of it. And we weren't allowed to say things like hate either. Like it was such like a, like just don't say it, it was almost like a yeah. curse word kind of growing up. Right. So they're pretty extreme words. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they really are. Yeah. So, uh, I think that that was like helpful. I, I think like our vocabulary around things can help shape attitudes and, and then the mindset kind of comes out of that, you know? Mm. Um, and then growing up, it was, I was very like achievement oriented. So that really kind of morphed the personality that I am, which is, which is the achiever, which is the Enneagram three. Right. Um, and then one, one thing that does come up would be like teasing. That was like a form of like, um, basically a love language in my house. Like we would kind of like, um, give each other a hard time if, if something came up or whatever it was. Right. Uh, but it was like meant in like a loving way, not in like a ridiculing way. So it's a, it's an interesting kind of paradox. Cause like, like you say, like, you know, how do you respond to feedback, you know, right. but having like you know, you know, I, I grew up with three siblings and mm. we're always teasing each other. So we're, part of that is kind of like poking fun really at your insecurities or poking fun at, you know, some flaws. Mm. That's kind of like what teasing would really be. But in a way that like, um, I guess you just get used to hearing that. And so maybe that makes you a more secure person or like helps you embrace those flaws, um, mm. I guess. But I know like when I first, you know, started dating my wife now, mm. you know, I would you know, I was falling in love with her, I guess. So like, you know, I would tease her and, uh, you know, she came from a different type of an environment where like sometimes that teasing was perceived as, um, yeah, ridiculing or kind of like humiliating type Mm -hmm. of a thing. Right. Which obviously wasn't the intention with what I was doing. I was just interacting with her same way I did with my siblings and my parents. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting thing where, um, I don't know how you distinguish that in a way that like it goes from being teasing to being like, you know, more genuine. But I I remember I grew up, I was in uh, air cadets when I was growing up, we had these things, it was called the attitude checks. And so you're always trying to get like, we call it the esprit de corps. So like getting the morale of everybody up, you know, and uh, one of these events happened at this camp that we were at and it was a freezing cold morning and we would go on this great big long jog and we were doing this, um, these attitude checks as we go along. And anyways, 
over the course of the day, I was interacting with these other air cadets and it was much of that same kind of banter teasing kind of thing that we were doing with my siblings. And I remember one of the officers, which would be like one of the adult leaders, he said to me, Hey, he wanted to check and basically make sure that I wasn't feeling, cause I was doing that thing where like, you know, I would never let anybody in and know that, you know, this right. was starting to hurt my feelings or whatever. So he, he checked in and says, Hey, is this teasing getting like too much for you or how are you doing? So I thought that was very emotionally intelligent of, of that leader, you know, mm. um, which I, which I totally appreciated. And to this day, I always say this with guys, like it's kind of really how a lot of guys will bond where we're always kind of like poking fun at each other and like yeah. got that banter going, that type of thing. But like, I'll, you know, in my experience, a lot of men won't like put their hand up and be like, Hey guys, like that one kind of hit a little close to home. And mm. like, I actually, that's something I've really struggled with in the past. And like, you know, I, you know, um, I appreciate it if you guys just kind of let up a little bit. A lot of guys don't wouldn't be vulnerable like that with other guys, you know. It's just like yeah, no like way. thick skin, and nothing can uh, shake me, shake my confidence. You know what I said? So, so it's like I think as guys, we have to be have that kind of emotional intelligence to know, hey, is this hurting my wife's feelings? Is this hurting my mm-hmm. buddy's feelings if I'm trying to bond with them in this way? So, right? Yeah. Do you think that like teasing people and poking fun is kind of like hiding? like your insecurities or do you think some people would like tease in a healthy way? So I, I think of, hmm. I think of like hmm. maybe some people that I, I, I know they, they tease just to like shine the spotlight somewhere else. Mm. You think that could, that could be it. Yeah. Almost like a, like kind of like a projecting thing. Yeah. 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 I think that is definitely possible. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah. So maybe you just got to like look within yourself, like why, why, mm. what is the reason why yeah, that's good. I'm doing this? And and even like back to my mindfulness eating, I, I think of when I'm like tempted to look at porn online, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think of like, why am I, mm. why am I looking at that? What's going on inside? Mm. Am I deprived of something else? Right. And what, some, like when I, when I'm eating, I mean, I've only been doing this a couple of weeks, but mm. It's down seven pounds, so it's working. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I even today, I was like, I'm just gonna have an extra piece of French toast, and I was like, well, mm. you know, I'm, I'm full. I'm, yeah. I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've, I've scratched the itch of like a nice sweet breakfast, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I had like a modest amount. It was two pieces. It was great. Yeah. And like, but why would, why did I want more? Yeah. And it's because like I wanted to feel good. What like eating when I get full, yeah. like it feels good. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and that's, and, but like, I should be content mm. with who I am. Like, right. Uh, like I'm trying to fill a void. And even when I want to look at porn, I want to fill a void of maybe, maybe mm. not being filled emotionally somewhere else. Right. And, yeah. uh, and, and yeah, you just got to like deep, look deep down. And that's I guess good. that's kind of a great, uh, yeah, that works a lot. That works well. What am I trying to say here? With mindset, something with my <laughs> Yeah. Well, and actually that's funny because at the end we were talking about like how to how to get started with practicing self-awareness, changing your mindset. Yeah. But you just touched on that. So I'm gonna jump there. We can come back. But one one thing we said is like when you shift to a negative mindset, um, mm. reflect on the underlying driver. Oh. Yeah. So maybe that's what you're getting at. But like, why did you respond or react that way? So like when your wife was asking you about this and that got you all defensive, why did you go to that place, you know? So yeah. Like did it? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And I wrote down here, like, is it like insecurity or is it fear? So like for me, 
you know, struggling with kind of that poverty mindset that there's only so much to go around. If like I have food on the table in front of me, I'll just eat it all. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I don't know where my next meal is going to come from, which yeah. is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> living that, in Canada. Like, living in Canada. Like it's, you know, we're so, we're so blessed here. Right. But, um, I don't know where that comes from, but it's just kind of that, or like sometimes I, I, I have like anxiety and, uh, I'm just like, kind of like what you're talking about with the porn, but like really what I need to do is like my mind is anxiously running and I just need to like shut that mind off. And so I go to something that like takes all my attention or like helps that part of my mind like shut off, you know? So like mm. it would be just as effective to go play a game of pickleball, yeah. but it's harder to access pickleball because I got to text people and get people out and it's going to happen like instantly and it probably won't happen tonight or yeah, even exactly. tomorrow morning. Yeah. But like this other thing is available like right here, right now. But like yeah. what's driving me towards those, that type of um, mindset, I guess, would be like that underlying anxiety that I'm feeling. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Today, so when we were making uh, French toast, yeah. my wife wanted to make a blueberry sauce. I was like, what? what is even a blueberry sauce? We've never made a blueberry mm. sauce before. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, like pissed off. Yeah. Like, why, why do you want to do this? And yeah. And I really think that it was, we ended up making the blueberry sauce, but okay, good. it was, How uh, was it? it was really good. Nice. I put a little bit of like whipping cream nice, and some butter and it was just like good. It wasn't amazing. too sweet. It was delicious. Nice. But we'll it was put like the recipe my, in the show notes. Yeah. Chat GPT. There it is. That's a life hack. I just so said, good. make me a blueberry sauce for French toast. Wow. And it just like was great. Wow. So good. And uh, anyways, back to, but it was because I just wanted to control the situation. Uh, yeah. like I want to, uh, yeah. I don't like, I already had an idea of what I wanted mm. to do. And then my wife came in and was like, no, can we do this? Mm. And like, instead of saying like, mm, okay, I like had to like have a bit of a fit. Mm. And yeah, oh, it was just, yeah. it was brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to talk about my, uh, yeah. my family, uh, tree, I guess. Yeah, break it down. So my, I was, uh, my family from, they are, a lot of them are actually probably all of them are are overweight. They're working on it. My dad has lost quite a bit of weight and Mm -hmm. he's kept it off. He's done a really good job. That's so good. It was like this running joke that my, my last name is Morvillo and they said, oh, it's a Morvillo thing. We would go to Toronto and we would hang out with them Mm. and we would go to an all you can eat buffet and we would just like gouge ourselves or when we would have like uh dinners together mm-hmm. we would just eat and eat and eat wow. and there was like a piece of cake and somebody was like oh no it's okay and then everyone would tease him oh it's come on it's more below thing like, yeah it's part of our family tree and wow and, okay. and it's kind of funny yeah. but like it's yeah yeah it's it's super unhealthy like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i was uh someone made a video and they said how many hundred year olds are overweight zero they're mm. all dead. <laughs> and, and, um, wow. Wow. I don't know if that's actually true, but I've, I haven't seen many like really big, like hundred year olds. Right. Right. And I'm not saying that I want to live to a hundred, but, um, I, I do, do want a healthier life. And, mm-hmm. and I, I look back to my grandparents mm-hmm. and they, they were a bit o- overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, but like before that they weren't. Mm-hmm. And before that they weren't like, yeah, it's yeah. not a more Velo thing. It's just the, right. It's, I think they came in, they were immigrants to this Mm -hmm. country and they, Mm -hmm. they just like, um, they might've come from a poverty mindset and, um, I don't know exactly why, uh, they, they do what they do, but, but it's, Hmm. it's like, um, a funny thing. And I don't, Mm. I don't love that. 
Yeah. And I want to break that off of okay. my family yeah. line. And we don't have to just say like, oh, it's just what we do. Right. That's good, man. I love that. Yeah. I so love that. We wanna we wanna work through that. Um yeah, our minds like have a very powerful role in our lives. Amen. And yeah. there was this there was this story that I th- I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um there was a bunch of maids in a hotel and a lot of them in the United States are, are overweight, okay. are, are really unhealthy. So hmm. what this uh, group of people did, they did a big study on like, I think they, they, they like two, 200 of them mm-hmm. and they split them in two. Okay. So at the, at the beginning, they kind of monitored their steps and, and their activity. Mm-hmm. And they told the first hundred, hundred maids, do you call yeah. them maids or housekeepers? Maybe not maids. Yeah. Housekeeping. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. The housekeepers. Yeah. And they, uh, they said, they said to these hundred housekeepers, like, Hey, mm-hmm. you guys are actually being really active, like taking over 10,000 steps a day, uh, moving your body mm. all day. That's really good for you. Yeah. And then they didn't do that to the other hundred. Uh-huh. And then like, uh, like two months later they came back mm-hmm. and the, the hundred people who they told that they were very healthy were yeah. actually like, they were losing weight. Wow. They were, they, the, all their, uh, like their health, they did a wow. big like health test. On yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And they were all like much healthier than wow. the other hundred people. Yeah. So it is like a mindset, right? Thing. Wow. Yeah. It was That's incredible. awesome. It was a yeah. pretty cool story. I love that. Yeah. So, anyways, what is? We have a call to action. Here. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do we want to do this? Yeah. Let's just read it out. Okay. Do you want to read it? Yeah. You may have a fixed mindset or a poor mindset. So what does one do? One powerful thing someone can do to change their mindset is to practice self-awareness. Self-awareness involves paying close attention to your thoughts, feelings, and reactions in different situations. And by becoming more aware of your internal dialogue and emotional responses, you can start to identify patterns of thinking and beliefs that might be holding you back. Mm. Yeah. And here's how to get started with practicing self-awareness to change your mindset. First thing we wrote down here was challenge your thoughts and be patient with yourself. Yeah. Patience, I think, is pretty key there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna get. When I try to lose weight, I just I want to see like fifteen just pounds melting off. off. Yeah. yeah, just melting off. And everybody who's like overweight and has lost weight, they know yeah. it's coming back. Like, mm. um, probably. Like, right. Ni- there's like a ninety five percent chance mm. of, of it coming back. So like, what? Why not just like take it slow? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like what's, if I lose, like, I know I'm like seven pounds in three weeks. That's pretty, that's pretty good. But like, dude, that's amazing. What if it's like one pound a week? Yeah. That's like, re- that's, that's amazing. I yeah. would be devastated if I saw one pound next week. Yeah. But yeah. they say I did it for a whole year. Yeah. That's 52, 52 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And then now I'm all of a sudden at, at like my goal weight. Yeah. Like a, it's, it's, uh, it could be a life changing thing if I just totally kept at it. Or, yeah. or say one thing that I have worked on, um, in the last couple of years is, is my, patience mm. itself is yep. I would, I would find myself, I would like, I would snap at, at my wife mm-hmm. or, or if someone was, was taking me off. Yeah. I, but like now I'm just like, like every, every, every time I'm in a stressful situation, mm-hmm. I just like try to slow down and just, yeah. And it, it's worked and, for and you, that's man. something that I'm working on. And mm-hmm. I was talking with John yes, yesterday about, yeah. uh, and, and he was talking about how we can have an abundance of, in life. And he said, he talks about like how we can work on our finances yeah. and then next year work on something else. Yeah. And then the year after that work on something else. And yeah. then 
all of a sudden in 10 years, you're a completely different person. Totally. Totally. Someone said, and maybe you can like, uh, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but someone said, um, we underestimate what we can do in the short term. That's right. But over, no, no, we overestimate what we can do in the short term, but underestimate what we can do in the, totally in the long term. Yeah. Isn't that so true? Yeah. 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 I'm a believer in that. Yeah, I think I think that that patience thing is key, you know. So everyone said that quote that like, you know, a year from now you wish you would have started a year ago. And you were just talking about like gaining weight. And I was talking to somebody once about like alcoholism. Yeah. And it's like an insidious thing where it's just like a slow thing of like one year you're having like a beer a week and then the next year you have two beers a week and then next thing you know you're having a beer every other night and then after that you're having a beer every time you get home from work and then yeah. next thing you wake up and you're having like a case of beer every night and you're you know identifying as a potential alcoholic type of thing right yeah. at that point and the same thing with like gaining weight where like you don't typically go from like a normal weight to like a hundred pounds overweight overnight, obviously. Yeah. Right. So it's like one year you gain five pounds the next 20 pounds. The year after that, you might lose a couple pounds. And then the year after that, you gain back 15 pounds. And then, you know, you fast forward eight years and all of a sudden like you're 50 pounds overweight. So yeah. the same thing can happen the opposite way. Same thing with finances or like any part of your life that you're trying to get healthier in totally. is, is like, Oh, Hey, you know, we went a little bit off the rails on our finances and then, we tightened up for here 10 months basically. And now we're feeling like we're right back, right back in it, you know? So, yeah. And for some people that might be like two or three years, but it's that what we said, progress over perfection, right? Just yeah. keep, keep moving that needle. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and yeah, the progress over perfection um, is like, just think about, I just think about my kid. If I can say it takes like 15 years to get something nailed down. Yeah. Now she doesn't have, she Amen. might not necessarily have to struggle with the same things that I had to struggle That's with. That's right. That's right. So yeah. well, you have a template, right? That you can help other people with. And yeah. And if you can do that with your own kids or your good friends, it's amazing. Yeah, right? exactly. So, like yeah. my, my dad was like, okay with, with, with finances. He, he was like never in debt or anything like that. But mm-hmm. like he taught me how to, what to do with my money. He was like, no, like I, I will remember I wanted to buy a truck so yeah. bad. Yeah. And did I tell, share this? No, I no, don't think I did. I wanted to buy a truck so bad. I was working out of town and mm-hmm. it's like, just go buy a truck. It's, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should. And then yeah. he took, he took me to show homes and he's like, no, you should buy this house. And okay. so I bought the house and, wow. and he, some people would say he like forced me, but mm. I'm so glad he yeah. did because Incredible. it like changed it changed our, my wife and I, our, our life financially. Trajectory so, of life. Yeah. Amazing, and, man. And if I can do that with Lola, mm-hmm. with more the, the things that I've learned, she's yeah. going to be better off as That's well. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Another thing we had just to help get started with practicing self-awareness is, you know, it sounds obvious, but like reflect. And mm. so maybe like at the end of the day, just reflect back on the day and be like, Hey, how was I, well, how was my mindset today? Was yeah. I positive for the most part? Was I negative? When I got negative, was it like when I got hungry, when I got tired? <laughs> um, you know, when was it when we were trying to get out of the house and get on the road? Uh, that happened today. <laughs> I got a little cranky, oh, um, which will happen. Um, and also like, you know, I use this example, but like there's a study around like pilots and when pilots get like really tired. And then they have to decide if they like will cancel a flight or if they'll like continue on if they're like, you know, alert enough to be able to do the flight. Mm -hmm. But it's a funny thing because you're trying to judge whether or not you're impaired, Mm -hmm. but your judgment might be impaired as you're making that judgment call, you know? So you're sitting there with like 
you know, say a negative mindset and you're trying to decide if you have a negative mindset uh, or you're sitting there with a positive mindset trying to figure out if you, sometimes just asking other people for feedback. Like you mentioned that at the top is like, you know, that vulnerability of like Mm -hmm. when someone gives you feedback, just saying, Hey, thank you for that feedback. The next step I would say after that would be like soliciting that feedback and not in like an insecure way, but like, even something simple like today, I was like reflecting, hey, do I have a positive mindset or do I have a negative mindset? And I said, I think generally people would say I have a positive mindset. And you said, yeah, yeah, I would describe you as somebody with a positive mindset, you know? So that, 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 that would be kind of good feedback, you know? So absolutely, kind of gets that outside opinion, you know, just to see so what, what that looks like. 100%. I, I want to say one thing there. Would you, there's, there's people that enter a room and they leave it better oh, yeah. than it was or yeah. worse than it was. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, and, and, and there's people in my life that I can say, like, when you, they come into a room, it's like, you're excited. You're yeah. happy to have totally, them. Hey? You're excited to see them. And you're maybe that's up. the extrovert in me. Yeah. But there's people that when they walk into a room, I'm like, oh, get me out of here. I yeah. Can't, I can't stand this. Or yeah. like, I'm just like. It's only been an hour, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, it's so true. Yeah, yeah. That, that energy can be contagious for yeah, sure. Totally. Yeah, totally. Especially like, that, what we call the explicit you know, positive attitude of like, oh, hey, this guy's bringing life to the party. You yeah, know? yeah, you bring life into a room, and I, yeah. I want to be that person. I want to, I want to like ask questions about mm. people's lives. Yeah, and there's there's people that like I, I'll, uh, I I what I went to, um, I took some time off on vacation. Yeah, I went to my sister's wedding. I did a bunch of things in yep. July, mm-hmm. and uh, some people just like never even asked me, hey, how was like your time off? And like. Oh. I read in this book that people don't actually care about mm. how your vacation was. Right. I can't remember which book it was. Yeah. Maybe it was, I can't remember which book it was, but right. they said no one actually cares. They're just being polite. But wow. like, just be polite. Small talk, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Be it's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's just Great. a filler. Yeah. 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 Oh, can't yeah. stand it. Anyways, are you, ask yourself, are you, are you bringing energy into a room or are you mm. sucking it out? Yeah. That's good. That's good. I don't know how, what that has to do with mindset, but. I'm sure it does something. Yeah. I'm sure it has something to do with it. Well, it's an interesting thing. You know, I didn't touch on this, but I did have it in my, in my show notes here. Um, but with this achievement personality that I talked about, yeah. that's one thing I can fall into the trap of, of like, I project this like image and then I get so wrapped up in like keeping up this facade around me, but like it's totally separate cognitive dissonance, I guess would be the, one of the terms to describe that it's totally separate from how I'm actually. So it's not actually like genuine anymore. And that's mm-hmm. where like you can fall into depression. Cause like your body is like, this doesn't make sense that you're trying to like be amped up and energetic, but like your mind is telling you that you need to rest or like take some time to, you know, recharge type of a thing. So, right. But I, I do think that like, it's that, um, you know, scripturally that would be like, you reap what you sow. But I think there's like a certain element of like, some people call it like fake it till you make it. But like, yeah. you know, uh, kind of like I was saying with my parents with like the words and like what we're allowed to speak, you know, that would be like the tongue has the power of life and death. But like, I think that that can kind of lead you if you have like that negative mindset, whether it's explicit or implicit. Mm. But if you start to like, you know, I don't want to tell people like fake it or like, yeah. but you know what I'm trying to say here where like you yeah. need to like um, shift your mindset. You, yeah. you yeah. need to shift your mindset. So how do you go about doing that? And I would say, look for those opportunities and like try to get that. And once you, maybe you get that sense of what that feels like or what that looks like, more will come if you kind of like 
going that right. way. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you can articulate that better than what I'm trying to describe. But. I think you're saying fake it till you make it without saying fake it. Till you make it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's, there's times where we can get into a rut where it's like, I just want to feel like crap and, mm. and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and we don't want to get out of that, but we right. have to kind of like, all right, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be positive. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. And, and yeah, that, okay. I feel That's like good. you ever, you ever hear the saying sleep begets sleep? Yeah. I don't even know what the word beget means, but it like brings on more sleep. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Google. So like when my, when my baby sleeps well, she sleeps more and she right. sleeps better, but yeah. when she doesn't sleep well, she doesn't. She sleeps sleep. worse. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Like you'd think you'd sleep more and it's just like. That is counterintuitive. Brie and I fought about that a lot. I'm like, why don't we just keep the kids up? Like wake them up at five in the morning, keep them up all day. They have to go to bed at nine. She's like, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Well, they will go to bed at nine, but then they'll just have a crappier sleep yeah. at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, at some point they'll just like collapse from exhaustion. Yeah. And she's like, that's not good parenting. Yeah. Okay. I'll say this too. Uh, like sex begets sex with right. your, your partner. There you like, go. When you go into like a rut, um, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't be talking. No, I'll, I, I don't think Candace cares, mm. but, uh, you know, when we're more intimate, more mm-hmm. we're intimate, more, right. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And so if you're positive more, yeah, you're going to be positive. Yeah, more. yeah. 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 And it's just like, a yeah. It, so when you're in the, in a tough spot, I would mm-hmm. say just like, you got to just break that rut somehow. Yeah, that's and good. Like, even if you have to fake it a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I had someone once tell me he was trying to get me into like one of those Amway type groups, oh. you know, peer to peer. Have you ever done marketing or have whatever? You ever done I went to like a conference and like everyone's all stoked and excited at this oh, conference. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't think this is really for me, you know, but the guy was trying to get me into this. He said that to me where he's like, Hey man, like I can, I think you're really excited, but like, you don't really outwardly show that very well, you know, which, you know, it's kind of an interesting piece of feedback really, you know, but like, I think I have this like, even keel kind of idea or like, I'm just going to ride along and nothing really gets me down and nothing really gets me up. Mm. You know what I mean? But like that can shift into what I've called like the high school mentality. I see this at my workplace right now where like, you know, no one wants to be that guy who like thinks the company is good. Everyone like is making fun of the company and like yeah. all the decisions that the leaders are making and stuff like that. And if you're the guy who's like, yeah, no, I think things are moving along here. Actually. I think, you know, the work conditions are pretty good. It's like, everyone makes fun of you. Yeah. But I call that the high school mentality where it's like, you know, you're making fun of the kid who's like actually studying and like a try hard. You know what I mean? Right. You know, high school, um, uh, no, 21 jump street and 22 jump street. Oh, so good. Yeah. They go back to high school or whatever. And he's like, the key is you got to like not care about anything and yeah. you got to make fun of people <laughs> who care about anything and you got to drive a cool car. That's the key to being like cool in high school. Right. Wow. And like, but how do you break out of that mindset right. where like, you know, and that's, that's what I'm saying is like, it's not like faking it, but like analyze it and just be like, Hey, am I actually excited about this? Well, why don't I like get excited about this, right. you know? So, yeah. That's or like, I mean. we talk about that with the podcast where like here, we're like a little bit, not embarrassed, but like, it is kind of funny to put your heart on your sleeve mm. in a recorded place. And then like your friends, like my sister watched it and some of my friends are watching it and stuff like that. And they get to yeah. see all that stuff. It's a very vulnerable type of a position, you know? Absolutely. But it's like, no, this is actually really cool. What we're doing. We're trying to help men become healthier, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't I be proud of that? But like, I'm afraid that someone's going to like make fun of me, make fun of me. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I got to get out of that mindset. Cause like everybody who listens to it is like, no, nah, it's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And if there's like that one person who like tries to put you down, it's like, Okay. Well, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's so good. Yeah. I, I, I work 
at my work too. It's, it's like a high school thing. It's, it's, it's just like, it's mm-hmm. the thing to do. Just talk, mm-hmm. talk poorly about yep. management and sure. Maybe management could do better, but mm-hmm. it's like, it's not really our place. Yeah. And it's like, that's what we do. It's mm-hmm. just talk poorly about, yeah. about people. And uh, I hate it. Yeah. But anyways, Oh, pyramid schemes. I yeah. have joined a pyramid scheme. Once. Oh, nice. I'm a pyramid person. And then that'll I, happen. My parents didn't sign up and then I quit. <laughs> Nice. I spent like $600. It was called ACN. Oh yeah. That sounds like this one that I was trying to get into. Something, something network. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Donald Trump endorsed it. Oh uh, yeah. And they were like, if it was a pyramid scheme, why would Donald Trump? Endorse yeah, that's this? right. Yeah, that's right. ACN. Oh, and then this guy from Quebec kept calling me, Hey, come on. Like if your parents can't even join the, what, like, what are you even doing? And <laughs> oh, it, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. But, yeah. Pyramids. Pyramid schemes. If you're in a pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> just, just kidding. I don't yeah. Know. No, uh, actually, don't do it. There's some people who make money on it. That's true. I yeah. went to. Okay, so uh, we should probably end this podcast, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll share the story. We went to this one house for a charity concert, and it was beautiful. It overlooked downtown, mm. and it was like it had to have been a four million dollar house wow. or something. And, wow. and I was like, at the end of the concert, I said, "What do these people do for work?" Yeah. And they said, Oh, it's Amway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they said they started Amway in South Africa mm-hmm. and, uh, they just, they just did really well. Amazing. So there are some people who do totally. it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but most people don't make it. Yeah. Like me, you, my parents <laughs> yeah, and everyone right. else who's joined a pyramid scheme. Anyway, okay, that took a weird shift, <laughs> but we're back. Yeah. Okay. Goals for the next week. Uh, yeah. What are you working on, Anthony? Uh, again, two two thousand calories. Nice. I'm gonna try to stay there. Good. Mind, mindful eating. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna try to stay clean, and I'm gonna try to hit the gym. Uh, <laughs> I will try to hit the gym. It's. Yeah. Oh, one thing about I'll say this about mindset. Um, mm. so recently I I've been trying to switch my shift that I've been on. I'm kind of working some night shifts. I want to go back to Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. And my boss kind of said, no, probably not going to happen. Mm. And my, my mindset the whole time was, okay, I'm going to start being healthy when I go back to Monday to Friday. Oh. I'm going to mm. you yeah. know, start caring about my job more when I go back to Monday to Friday. Gotcha. But why can't I just, you know, care about the people I work mm. with now? Why can't yeah. I, uh, why can't I care about my job now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. why can't I be healthy now? Like yeah. it is a little bit harder cause there's not a lot of routine. Yeah. Um, but it is, I can have a good mindset about the job that I have. Yeah. Uh, the job that I have right now and it is such a good job. So yeah, that's amazing. I just got to switch my mindset. I love that. that. I love that. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, that's, those are my goals. Uh, I'm reading almost done, uh, die with zero. I'm nice. very close to finishing that book. Yeah. Uh, and I'm halfway through, my two library books. Nice. And uh, yeah, just, I've been in a library date, meet up at the library and rent some books. <laughs> it sounds totally cool. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we're right along. Okay. What Next. are your goals? Yeah. You know, every time we talk about this, I always feel like I have to like come up with something or some news. So I was trying to do cool pledges that I was trying to, <laughs> you know, be mindful in the park. <laughs> yeah. Go have my meals at the park. So yeah. I think I just, I got off like tracking my calories Yeah, and I got off like working, like, um, I, I haven't been working out like consistently, you know, yeah. my, my gym partner's kind of been, um, you know, taking advantage of the summer and, yeah, yeah. and getting out and stuff like that. So I think I just want to get back to like, um, 
just working out a little bit more consistently. I also like um, the bike I was using to get around town. Yeah. Um, I, I got a new bike, but that new bike isn't working. So I went and got another bike. And mm. so I, I got to get that bike back and and start just biking around like taking the kids to daycare with the bikes or uh, right. like i was doing you know so i think that's my goal for this week get get the bikes get my bike situation figured out mm-hmm. and just get pedaling again so that'll be that'll be my goal this week so great check in on me i will hopefully yeah. you remember what the goals are yeah bikes yeah bikes we'll bikes bikes and again for you calories calories and, and hitting the gym hitting the gym bit. and a more positive mindset there it is yeah I like it. Yeah. Just remember you can do it. You can change your mindset about anything. That's right. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can. It's your choice. And uh, yeah, follow us on social media and share it. Share it with your your uncles. Yeah. And that's it. Just your uncles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe your nieces. Then that's it. Yeah. And and yeah. If there's something uh, something that you want us to talk about or something, uh, we're always looking for ideas for for the show as well. So I, I was feeling a habits one. I feel like, you know, it would be a good segue from this show because I think like some of those habits that you work on yeah. help shape your mindset. I think we kind of touched on that. So I feel like we'll be doing yeah. a show on that. But if you, something that we're talking about kind of hit home for you or something that you want us to talk about, just drop a comment. We would love to see that. We've already seen that and we love just like running with that stuff. So yeah, yeah, let good. us know. All right. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.